Hello humans, hello humans. Outward bound on January 25. Most of the chores are done. Anyway, um, so in the 60s, late 60s and early 70s, um, the Mother Weffers, the World Economic Forum, started buying uh, politicians here in the United States, including uh, county politicians, um, school board guys, uh, county commissioners, all of this kind of stuff. They started low and uh, uh, worked their way up the food chain, right? Infiltrating the whole of the country. They brought in the um, uh, Waconian uh, philosophy that includes the CRT and all of the um, language disruption, the uh, the weird-ass pronoun thing, all of that sort of shit, right? That was all a, a planned move. None of this is organic. Woke didn't uh, just appear on its own, just like communism didn't uh, just appear on its own. Both of these were paid for by the WEF. Woke is the new communism. It's what they're going, what they had been trying to use as the um, impetus for the cultural revolution here in the United States. And, or throughout the Western liberal republics. Uh, they had their cultural revolution. It, it didn't really go the way they expected. It, it didn't happen the way that it happened in, in China. They were very disappointed. And uh, they're scrambling around trying to find other approaches to do, do the same kind of, of um, total social upheaval that would allow them to install a, a dictatorship here. And... Um, keep it quasi-viable for, you know, a couple of decades or a few decades. It's difficult here in the United States because we have so many guns and people are so honorary because the government keeps trying to take their guns. And we know the government's evil, you know, two rules in life. It's never, ever uh, wrong to distrust government and it's never, ever wrong to distrust large corporations. So if you do both of those, you're significantly ahead of the game. If you distrust them and say, no, you know, you guys are lying to me. That's my basic premise. And I'm going to proceed on that premise that anything coming out of your mouth is a lie. Now, I personally have worked for government and I see how these lies originate. So I have, you know, life experience that tells me that indeed, you know, these motherfuckers do lie and uh, they don't know how to do anything other than lie. Uh, so... I will always distrust government, especially when I'm working for it. Um, anyway, so the uh, the Waconian philosophy is uh, has at its core a particular uh, strategy and a group of tactics. Uh, the strategy is to intend for the uh, World Economic Forum to take over. Uh, install a dictatorship and control um, the United States and, and harvest all of us uh, one way or another, just as they're harvesting people in China. Now, the um, tactics involved are uh, multiplicitous, but there's really uh, one uh, single core tactic that has been used on all of these generations since 1971 uh, that were in school. And that is, uh, they, they started it in the 50s, but um, 
now they're uh, really ramped it up it's got to its maximum point and uh, you will understand when I say that the WEF has weaponized um, empathy okay so in the um, Western liberal republics now the millennial generation downward uh, or younger have all had uh, empathy uh, weaponized now I find that this younger generation that's in school, the uh, Gen Z, I guess they call them or something. Uh, I'm not really sure, but you know, the, the kids that are uh, just getting into teenage years now are less prone to weaponized empathy than their parents. So their parents got the, really the brunt of it. And then these kids saw it in their parents and they're just not accepting it the way that their parents' generation has. Um, the Waconians, the school system, uh, you know, the CRT, all of this, uh, um, uh, you know, 99 genders, all of that kind of stuff is all in a, um, piled onto the weaponization of empathy. And so if they weaponize empathy, they can get you to empathize with your enemy while that enemy is killing you. You will re not resist because you're 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 um, you've been altered to where your your empathy is is literally going to that enemy. And hang on a second. Here we go. Um, so this this is a, a primary tactic. Uh, they don't have very many things within the um, the human psyche. Uh, that they can actually use and so they've they've piled on to the weaponized empathy and tacked on all different kinds of triggers to it I have noticed in my dealing with uh, people that uh, are so afflicted uh, by the school system etc that it's very difficult to reason these people into a new attitude about something right they're, they're not good at reasoning. They've never been trained in reasoning. They don't trust reasoning. They actually don't trust facts. Um, and, uh, and they rely on truth, which is from their... Truth, by my definition, is an emotion that is tied to something, right? So somebody has a truth that, you know, even though I have a dick, I'm, I'm a woman, right? And so that's their truth. It is an emotional uh, position not a factual one necessarily, nor a realistic one. So truth does not necessarily have to involve uh, fact and reality. It's nice when it does, right? It's nice when all of this stuff is, um, is uh, connected. Uh, so they weaponize empathy, and then they put all these different triggers to it. Now, as I say, these kids have never been um, trained in reasoning. Uh, they don't understand logic. None of them, a lot of them, never even heard the uh, the relationships of you know uh, logic, rhetoric, uh, you know, debate, any of these kind of things. So uh, they are very ignorant, in in my opinion. And it does no good to try and um, reason with them. They are basically unreasonable people in that they've been trained to react emotionally rather than logically. And I see this repeatedly. Now, this is not everyone. It's not, um, 
ubiquitously laid across the population. It affects a small core group of hardcore believers, the true believers that I think are maybe 8% of the population. And then maybe there's another 8% um, that will default to that position as their um, native response to something, but they are, are not really um, like the true believer. So you can get them out of it. But in any event, all the other people, it's like, eh, they're going along to get along because there's this uh, group of about 16% of the populace that does these things. You know, the George Floyd riots, all of that kind of shit, right? They do these without thinking because of that weaponized empathy. Now, the good news for me is that I've always so far been able to uh, use the inbuilt triggers that the Waconian WEF has put into these kids to flip them to my position. So, um, you know, so I can get in a conversation with uh, some of these people and um, uh, maybe their, uh, you know, focus is on climate or maybe their focus is on uh, politics or something at the moment, whatever we're talking about. But I, I've so far been able to uh, find a hook in their language and flip them to my position by using the weaponized empathy uh, for my particular aim. So what I'll do is, you know, they're all empathetic to um, uh, the whole gender queering thing and I'll just avoid it. I won't, I'm not going to be, you know, negative gender queering to them. I'm not going to assault them and trigger that response of, of uh, emotional outpouring and you know, uh, I'm the enemy and all of that, what I do is I give them another victim group to empathize for, with, and, and uh, to have this uh, weapon, the, their empathy, be focused on something other than what their mind would have it be focused on at that moment. It's really very easy. It's very sad and very easy. These, a lot of these kids simply do not have... Um, a uh, very large attention span. They don't have the ability to focus deeply, nor do they have the ability, as I said earlier, to reason and then take a position and stand by it. And so they're easily flipped into something else. So I've actually been in a group of, of uh, I think maybe there were, what, seven of these kids there? And uh, they, were, they were hammering on me about a particular position, and I was able to flip them over to empathizing, to, to turn their weaponized empathy uh, for the victims of the vaccine, explained how the mother weffers had done this thing for the vaccine, and uh, these kids were freaked. I mean, they just lost their minds, and they were standing on the same side of the issue as myself when uh, we got done talking about it. They understood my position, and they had accepted as a legit focus for their empathy uh, the uh, vaccine injured. Now, see, they don't accept as legit uh, focuses of empathy white people, uh, straight males, uh, any of these any of these categories, right? So I don't put people into the categories that they've already defined as their enemies. I, in fact, I show them where their real enemy is, and you know, like in this particular instance, I was talking to these kids. Somebody brought up uh, something that led me to. Uh, bring in Klaus Schwab and, and there were a couple of these like Antifa kind of kids 
within this group. And then I pointed out to him that, no, you guys, you know, uh, you can't really have that position uh, that they were supporting him. And they said, blah, 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 why not? And I said, well, because that's Klaus Schwab's position. His father was an actual Nazi colonel for Hitler. He's a Nazi, and he's got you guys mind controlled. And, and it, that started us off. And when we were done, they, they uh, identified uh, the WEF as fascists. And so that helped start the turn. And then I pointed out that, you know, their parents, grandparents, and all of this were being slaughtered as though they were being uh, put into a concentration camp by Klaus, and Klaus was pulling the plunger to release the cyanide gas, right? And uh, that all he was doing was having other people push the plunger to pump the cyanide gas in a liquid form, in the sense of a poison, into uh, the people I wanted them to weapon, uh, empathize with, which actually turned, you know, was their parents and stuff, as long as I didn't frame it as... Um, a bunch of, you know, uh, straight white males, we didn't get into any issue relative to these people being worthy of being um, victims, right? So, uh, so the in my opinion, the millennial generation and, and younger have a very, very, very distorted understanding of reality, and that, ha that distortion of reality has um, given them categories and stuff in their minds that while I can use them in arguing, I don't operate that way. And it's not something that uh, I've seen uh, many other people operating that way until the Waconians started coming in and altering the school system in order to create it. But the whole point of this little discussion here is that it is relatively easy to not reason, because they don't reason, right? It does no good to present facts. It does no good to present logical um, uh, uh, chain of effect arguments. Um, but you can very easily convince these kids to accept your position if you can find the point at which their empathy uh, can be focused on somebody that, that um, they wouldn't necessarily consider as being worthy of that empathy, but once it's presented to them, they're happy to do it, right? And it's the same people that uh, you would want them to have empathy for, which is to say the victims of the um, mother-weffing fascists, right? <laughs> it's just a strange world, and we are winning in this war. I know that this is the case. We're seeing the signs of it all over. I saw another sign of it here um, this morning when I saw videos of... Uh, the mobs setting upon Trudeau as he's going to um, a restaurant or a bar or something, and uh, he's got huge crowds of security. So I counted 30 of those security people. It was like 29 or, or 30 that I could identify in the crowds here moving around trying to keep this motherfucker safe. So one little tiny Trudeau takes 30 uh, burly, beefy, armed Canadians to go to a bar. And uh, it's going to get worse. Uh, pretty soon, he will not be able to go out into the street. So right now, or, or last night, or whenever this uh, video was taken, I think it was last night, someone could have easily uh, thrown a rock and hit, hit Trudeau in the head. His, uh, his people were not looking for that. They were looking for, uh, you know, maybe somebody with a gun or somebody rushing up at him or this kind of thing. There was no intent on the... Um, 
the part of the security service to be scanning the crowd in the outer areas. And that's what I was doing because I expect any day now that rocks will start flinging over the heads of the security guys, maybe bricks even, who the hell knows, and, and coming down and landing on Trudeau or close to him. And that's that's like sort of like the shot heard around the world kind of a deal, right? Is when the populace starts becoming uh, angry enough that uh, consequences for throwing a brick at Trudeau are less than not throwing it if you've got the opportunity. Um, and we will see this. We'll see um, these people uh, be assaulted that way in a relatively near time frame. So I'm thinking it was going to happen within these next 30 or 40 days. Uh, probably 30 days uh, is a good window here that we'll start seeing some of these uh, events pop up because of the emotional uh, turmoil that the population uh, of the Western liberal republics um, is, uh, is suffering now. And, uh, you know, it'll be cool. You know, I, Trudeau deserves a brick in the head. In my opinion. You know, I don't want anybody hurt. I don't want to see anybody um, damaged. I got some idiot drivers here. Um, but, you know, we need to see justice as well. And uh, justice denied, or justice deferred, uh, as we have now with these, uh, you know, criminal uh, complicit judges and all of these kind of things is justice denied and justice denied creates revolution. So we're at the cusp of the second American revolution in the first global Western liberal Republic revolution. Uh, you know, that'll, that'll strike, uh, all of the Commonwealth countries, eh, not simultaneously, but within the same period of time. And, um, it's going to be quite the very interesting, a situation because as I say justice denied leads you to revolution and we've got justice denied at this point and they're really having to work to deny the justice as we see with the 30 people trying to keep uh, you know a little toad uh, turtle uh, safe as he goes to the bar anyway though so the weaponization of the empathy is what I've been using um, as much as I possibly can in dealing with uh, the generations that are younger than me that went through the school system that have this weaponized uh, empathetic approach built into them. And it's just a trigger that I'm just going to pull out. So I discovered that this was going on, looked at some of the coursework that the um, uh, Wefonians have insisted that, you know, be uh, undertaken here in the United States, blah, 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 looked at it all, and I see these uh, planned and, and pre-placed triggers that the WEF uses, but there's no reason I can't use them as well. And so that's what I'm doing with my Vox Populi uh, this week and on into the future as long as it's appropriate. And that is, I'm going to present uh, the... And it's... Okay, so my Vox Populi is focused on the legislators, but I'm really focused personally in writing to the minds of the gatekeepers, the minds of all of the legislative assistants. Um, and so I know that their generation, I know where they are in this generational mix, and I know the triggers that these people have got in into them, and so I'm going to turn them 
uh, over the course of these next few months to um, thinking of everybody who's taken a shot as uh, the ultimate victim here, right? And so I'm in the process of uh, educating these people and pulling on those uh, points of the triggers that are in them that I, I'm able to grasp. And so the Vox Populi is going to start presenting evidence to their eyes of damage to um, individuals from the vax, which these kids don't get to see. So bear in mind, they live in a democratic bubble here in the communist um, uh, state of uh, Washington where we have uh, Democrats control all of the uh, all of the government since 1985. And so we were one of the first places taken over. And uh, it just doesn't do any good, you know, as an individual here to discover this and try and fight it uh, at that point in 85, because you're just, it, it wasn't, the timing is just not right then. Now everything's becoming exposed. Now you can point out to your fellow citizens um, how they've been taken over in the infiltration and stuff. And it's actually far better that it all be done rather than it be forestalled or defeated before it can come into place. Because we have to wake up uh, these subsequent generations and we, they need this big slap in the face kind of thing. Now, what I'm doing is uh, the, with the Vox Populi is collecting all of these uh, pointers. I'm going to weep uh, to vax damage individuals. Um, Anybody is welcome to send me emails of their personal story uh, for, for Washington state citizens. And I'm going to include some from out of state, but um, uh, for me to put into the Vox Populi to mail on, but don't inundate me, right? It's actually better for you to do the work, go to my Substack and look for the one uh, Substack uh, posting that I called It Don't Come Easy and lift from there the uh, email addresses for the legislative assistants and their legislators and email your story to them directly. So I could include 10,000 stories of vax damage in my Vox Populi every week, but it's not going to have anywhere near the impact as 10,000 individual emails arriving to all of these legislators and their legislative assistants. So it's much better for you to write it up and mail it yourself in terms of the overall impact than uh, for it to be included in my mailing. Now, first off, they know me, lots of them are pissed at me, lots of them don't read it, so there is that. But also they, they must all right, so uh, by law, these guys have to keep track of everything that's mailed to them. And so if, if we have 10,000 people mailing their stories in, then guess what? That is 10,000 people whose uh, stories of vax damage are part of our Washington State legislative record. And so it becomes an official document at that point. Also, this 10,000 individual people mailing emails uh, gets a a much bigger presence, a much bigger hit on to the entire democratic power structure than merely me mailing 10,000 stories. And that's because our um, the IT department is going to fucking freak. If they had even a thousand people mailing their, the legislators, uh, they, would, they would take notice, they would have to tell all of the democratic people that run things uh, all those um, 
politicians because they're going to have to say, look, we're going to have to get more storage. We got to have more money to store this shit. We got to maybe have other people to help us uh, sort it all. We got to write some code. And so it will change how they do things. At 10,000 people, I estimate that their workload, the IT department supporting the legislature, um, I estimate that their workload would double. Okay, so uh, so they would uh, double the demands of hours uh, just to cope with the email. Now, that kind of shit gets the attention of politicians, right? Because that's one step away from the revolution appearing at their doorstep. If you've got 10,000 angry people uh, mailing you horror stories of the death of their relatives and this kind of thing, <coughs> that's only one or two days, one or two weeks, or one or two months from those same 10,000 people showing up at the legislature itself with their guns and their stories. And the legislator knows this. I've been telling them for months, you people are skating the edge of um, someone coming and hunting you down and stringing you up to a lamppost. And, you know, I'm doing this for their own good, just like the WEF is doing everything for our own good, right, to save the planet. So I'm taking their weaponized empathy approach and turning it back on them. So I'm trying to save the planet by saving their lives. So everything I do is focused on uh, pointing out how close they are to a uh, cultural revolution that will see them strung up on lampposts. I don't quite put it that way, but and that they need to do stuff now in order to forestall that. And uh, I'm desperate that they not, not uh, get strung up on a lamppost. I don't want to live in that world, yada, yada, yada. And imagine, <laughs> imagine 200 people having that approach and 200 of these emails arriving saying, God, guys, you're so close to someone hunting you down and shooting you in the street. Look what's happening to uh, Turdo. You know, he's only days away from getting um, uh, rocks thrown at him, this kind of thing. Uh, so it really does make an impact. Okay, guys, I, another stop, another... Um, bunch of work. I got to pick up a bunch of crap here. So, uh, I'll let you go. Um, things are moving along quite well. Uh, the world ended. I know this cause I got returned to Twitter. So you can find me on Twitter. I will be posting these guys, uh, these talks here, notices on Twitter as well. And, uh, see you later. <laughs> got to get moving.